The following podcast has a need for speed. We only have time on the clock in this podcast for general guidance, which you should consider further in the context of your own financial situation and needs. If you'd like to slow down and reassess your finances, you'll need to book in an appointment with the financial professionals. In fact, we'd be super duper happy if you did. Any media clips have been clipped out of the public domain under the Fair Use and Fair Dealing guidelines. Money talks, money walks, money climbs, money falls, money sings, money flies, Welcome to an episode of Money and Pop Culture by Money Bites, the podcast that makes money bite-sized. In this pop culture show, we delve into the media archive to show you what we can learn about money from the TV show songs and films you love. This episode focuses on what we can learn about money from that iconic song by Destiny's Child, Independent Woman, Part 1. Now let's delve into the song and hear Beyonce, Michelle and Kelly's take on how to be a financially independent woman. Roll the tape. Lucy Lou, with my girl Drew, Cameron D and Destiny, Charlie's Angels, come on. Now some context, this song was originally released alongside the Charlie's Angels film of 2000, calling out the film stars Lucy Lou, Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz. I remember this film and I adored it because of its female empowerment message when it opened and there weren't a lot of films with similar messages at the time. Now, it's a really good combination too because one of my favourite girl groups at the time was Destiny's Child and it connects back into the film because this is all about women kicking butt and being front and centre of what they're creating. Let's get this track started. Question, tell me what you think about me. I buy my own diamonds and I buy my own rings. Only ring your celly when I'm feeling lonely. When it's all over, please get up and leave. Now, they're inviting your response with the question opening but it's clear that they are defining themselves. They don't need your definition or validation of what you think about them. Almost like a rhetorical question because they're not waiting for your response. Now Beyonce leads this verse and she makes it clear she is buying her own jewelry. She doesn't need a partner to do it for her. She's not reliant on or expecting gifts from a partner in order to buy her what she wants. Now she is addressing this verse to her partner and setting the terms for their interaction including she'll only ring them when she needs them if she's feeling lonely, but then she wants them out of her space. It's an ownership about her time and her space and power that comes with that. Now she clearly lives separately to her partner and values this space. It clearly supports the idea of a woman owning their own property and having their own space that is separate to their relationship. And Beyonce sings this first verse because of her conviction in what she's saying and it stems from her being the songwriter of this piece. As background, she had an argument with her boyfriend and went straight into the studio to make it clear she could be emotionally and financially independent. And she has another question for you. Question, tell me how you feel about this. Try to control me, boy, you get dismissed. Pay my own funnel and I pay my own bills. Always 50-50 in relationships. Again, Beyonce asks you how you feel about it, but she doesn't make the time to wait for your response because it won't make a blind bit of difference to whether or not she continues to tell you how this will work. Pay my own bills, that term is a reference to the 1999 hit of Destiny's Child called Bills, 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 which was essentially about their partner draining their finances. It was things like using their car without filling the tank, maxing out their credit cards and asking for money. In other words, Destiny's Child in that song was expressing their unhappiness with their finances being used and drained without their permission, which in real life can escalate into other forms of financial abuse. Now that song Bills, Bills, Bills 
Many people misread the original song and assumed it was about the band themselves. However, the intent on this later release, Independent Woman, sets the record straight by stating up front, Beyonce pays her own bills. She's clearly stating up front too, a powerful statement about financial abuse. If you try to control her, including financially, she will end the relationship. She values her time and her well-being above just being in a relationship for the sake of it and putting up with poor behavior. I like too that she articulates she pays for her own fun or her non-essential expenses herself. And when they have shared expenses, she splits them 50-50. I think there's something to be said for more women taking this attitude and only combining their finances with a partner when it makes absolute sense for them to do so. And until then, a joint bank account for shared expenses is absolutely fine. There are way too many financial authors out today who dictate that women have to combine their finances. Newsflash to those mainly men, you don't. You can have your finances separate as long as it makes sense for you to do so and you are comfortable with it. There is no need to combine. More people need to come out and make that clear. There is no pressure on you to combine unless you want to do it and it makes sense for you to do it. But it's got to be ball in your court. Women shouldn't be made to feel the pressure to give up their independence just because they happen to be in a relationship. Now let's hear some more. The shoes on my feet, I about as a woman buying things for yourself and not relying on the financial support of a partner to buy you things. She takes pride in the fact she's wearing shoes she bought for herself rather than someone else buying them for her. This includes the clothes she wears on her back and the ring she wears on her finger. This one's really interesting because the rock is often a sign of marriage and if you're married your finances are joining you're legally tied together they can claim half of what you have over time. And I think it's interesting she's paying for her own rock. She's keeping her independence that she's worked so hard for. And it's a rejection of the idea that you need to wait for a rock to be fulfilled. She's bought her own ring and she's not waiting around for someone else to define who she is in that respect. I love I depend on me if I want it. Relationships can be really problematic when one partner is dependent on the other because it can lead to a really unhealthy dynamic where one partner relies on the other to sustain their livelihood. They can't leave a relationship because they're financially tied in or they leave the relationship in a much worse financial position because they've been having to support a partner. This song is about stating up front that you depend on yourself. And I haven't seen many songs that are as strong about financial independence for women in this way. All right, let's hear some more. The watch I'm wearing, I bought it. The house I live in, I bought it. The car I'm driving, I bought it. I depend on me. Essentially, she's continuing to list the items she owns and that she doesn't need a partner to buy her. This includes things that she already owns that she has bought herself, including her watch to manage her time and her car is an asset to drive her where she needs to go. So this verse is also different because it's the first time we start to hear about assets. Now, what is an asset? You may have heard me talking about it in episode one when I mentioned net worth. An asset is any item that you own and can get value from. And generally your net worth or the amount of money you are worth as an individual increases based on the amount of assets you have. And assets can be things like a house, for example, that's likely to go up over time. It could be your investments. And we calculate your net worth based on what you own minus what you owe. Another way of saying that is your assets, the things you own, minus your liabilities, the things you owe. Let's go through a few of them. 
a house in most cases is an asset if you've bought it for a fair price and it's likely to go up over time and you're going to hold it for a long enough time to make a return on it. A car is technically an asset if you don't have a debilitating car loan owed on it. The difference point between a house and a car is a car is a depreciating asset. So unless it's a rare vehicle or for example, it's a tax write-off because you use it for your business, it's likely that that car is a depreciating asset because it's losing value over time. So that's the difference between the two verses is we're moving from non-essential items that are unlikely to hold value, such as your shoes and your clothes, which are unlikely to be sold for the amount you bought them for, versus a house or a car, which are likely to retain at least some of their value a house much more so than a car. Now it's a really strong message about women owning their own home and entering a relationship with this asset already in that portfolio, bringing a fully independent woman to whatever relationship she enters. Okay, now this is the chorus coming up and it's my favorite thing in the world. Get ready. Okay, I love this song. It's like a rally call for women who are seeking or have obtained financial independence to come together and celebrate what an achievement that is. This includes honeys making money, mamas making a profit, and ladies who are feeling the message of financial independence for women. Now, this is a really interesting time in Beyonce's career, given she's the lead on the verses. Beyonce would go on to sing songs like If I Were a Boy, which flips the gender dynamic and shows the differences between genders in terms of expectations. Irreplaceable, clearly dictating that men who behave badly have no place in her life and establishing strong boundaries. Or the more explicit female empowerment song Run the World, which has the strong chorus Who Run the World, Girls. Now this was almost the first step in that narrative and one that included other women around her in the band at the time and I find this all the more powerful for it. Now there is another verse, let's get stuck into that. This is a quick throwback to the fact that the song was on the soundtrack for Charlie's Angels. It's the year 2000 and Destiny's Child are in one of the biggest films of the year. And if you look at this film, the women, yes, work for Charlie, but they do not rely on the men in their life. They could quite clearly go and get a career elsewhere. They happen to work for Charlie, but they're very much financially independent from the men in their lives. So when this film came out, it was really impressive because this was one of the first messages I heard about financial independence. Like many people, I've been raised on a diet of Disney princesses and the idea that someone would be there to take you away from all your problems. And Destiny's Child were one of the first influences I heard that you could actually work for yourself. You could look after yourself financially. You didn't need someone else to take you away. So I think for a lot of young girls listening who are from the same age cohort, this song was really powerful at the time in terms of resetting that narrative of needing someone to look after you, of needing someone to rescue you. And it continues to hold power today. So there's definitely benefit to showing this to all the women in your life who are considering financial independence. This song is a powerful influence. Now I need to hand the microphone back over to Beyonce because she has more to say about her financial independence journey. Over to you, Beyonce. Tell me how you feel about this. Do what I want if I wanna live. I worked hard and sacrificed to get what I get. Ladies, it ain't easy being independent. 
I love this because it acknowledges it's actually really difficult being financially independent at times. It's a choice that women often work really hard for. You do have some women who are born into money, but the majority put in a lot of hard work and sacrifice, including the choice to save when you'd rather go out and spend money or choosing to put in extra time at the office when you'd rather just go out for drinks. It also clearly gives her choice. She's acknowledging she's worked really hard for her independence and she needs to choose carefully who she spends time with because she doesn't want to give up that independence anytime soon. It acknowledges the hard work to get there because for the majority of women, it's not something that happens overnight. It's hard work that adds up over time that enables financial choices. So I love the acknowledgement there. It also takes women different amounts of time to get to financial independence. It's not something that's easily achievable for so many women who aren't on a huge salary and who may have expenses such as childcare, which completely eat up into your salary. However, it's a goal that is worth working hard for. And I think that's the main takeaway from this song. It's not saying that you necessarily need Beyonce's net worth. It's saying that financial independence and choice and the hard work that comes with that is worth it. And that's a message worth listening to. Question, how'd you like this knowledge that I brought? Bragging on that cash that he gave you as the front. If you're gonna brag, make sure it's your money you fund. Depend on no one else to give you what you want. So Beyonce is articulating here that she's bringing new knowledge about money and financial independence to her friendships and the life of whoever she's going to be in a relationship with. The song makes an interesting point that bragging about a partner's money and how well off they are and benefiting from it is just a front. It's not real because it's not your money. Instead, she says there's much more power in having your own money because you've worked hard to earn it. It's truly yours. According to Beyonce, that power of having your own money is you depend on yourself. No one else needs to be involved to give you what you want. You're making your own choices. And that's really something to emphasize here. The power of financial independence is choice and power. Power to make choices and power because you have opportunities in front of you. Now, I feel like we've all deserved one more chorus. Are you ready? Take it away, Destiny's Child. to action is so powerful and it was front of mind for me in 2013 when Beyonce did the Super Bowl halftime show Kelly and Michelle came up with her for this song and it was Beyonce recognizing where she came from in that moment and that band Destiny's Child who had supported each other before the massive success of her solo career that was an amazing moment for me when I saw this on stage and recognized how influential it was for me and for many women out there to chase financial independence as a goal particularly because there weren't many songs around at the time that were making that choice so explicit. And I want to close by confirming that all three women who represent Destiny's Child in this song and in that performance are financially independent. Now, at the time of recording in January 2021, Beyonce is worth 500 million, Kelly is worth 12 million, and Michelle is worth 10 million. None of that is money to scoff at. That's incredible. All three women have worked incredibly hard and are great examples of what it takes to be financially independent. Thank you, Destiny's Child, from younger me who listened and as a result is chasing financial independence because it was something that was so accessible in that song. What did we learn? 
Here's what we learned about money from listening to the Destiny's Child song, Independent Women, Part 1. Number 1. Financial independence is what we should all be aiming for. The chorus uplifts all women to join Destiny's Child in enjoying and advocating for financial independence. It's like a club you want to join, and the status of being independent is celebrated in the same way that we celebrate having babies and marriage, but it's putting financial independence on an equal footing to that. And I want to say to any women listening, no matter how much you earn, no matter what expenses you have, it may take you longer. But getting to a level of financial independence where you have more choices in your life is a goal worth having. Number two, you should not be dependent on a man to buy you things. Destiny's Child takes pride in their ability to buy their own jewelry, their own cars and clothes and come to any relationship with assets like a house. There is power in working to fulfill your own needs rather than relying on someone else to get you what you want and declaring that you depend only on yourself. And number three, financial independence gives you choices and power within a relationship. This includes going 50-50 in transaction costs during a relationship and having the choice available to you to end a relationship if someone tries to control you and your behavior. Financial independence gives you the power of being in the driving seat because you're dependent on yourself rather than someone else and you have the power of choice. And that freedom and the power to choose is always worth working for. And those are our takeaways about money from the Destiny's Child song, Independent Women, Part 1. The following podcast orders their martinis shaken, not stirred. The financial information in this podcast is general in nature and we can't account for your individual circumstances. If you want individualized financial advice to suit your needs, you'll need to book in with a licensed financial professional. In fact, we'd be happy, very happy if you did. Any media clips have been clipped out the public domain under the fair use and fair dealing guidelines. You've been listening to an episode of Money and Pop Culture by Money Bites. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been awesome having you. If you like what you heard, we'd love your support in spreading the word by sharing the podcast with those you love and writing us a review while you're here. Now, if you want to hear more from us, head online to Money Bites or moneybites.com and let us know what TV shows, films or songs you'd like us to talk about next. Now, for updates on your social media feed, you can follow us on social media at moneybites. And you can stick around on this platform and subscribe for episode updates to ensure you never miss an episode. It's absolutely free and it will be the best investment you can make. Stay tuned for more bite-sized chat about money right here on Money Bites. <laughs>